I say things and then he's I, I send them off on a different direction. Yes, yeah, so she threw me off. I'm like trying to start caffeinate your career. Welcome to caffeinate your career. Today's topic is gonna to be mindset. I'm your host, the career coach with the most, Jason Hopper. With me today is the sensational senior director of career financial services, my co-host, Miss Allison Hardy. Allison, Hi, welcome to Cabinet Your Career. Thanks. Um, I enjoy being here. I'm so excited about today's topic. Are you? I really am because we talk about uh, mindset, and um, that's good. We are, in fact, now live. Great. We talk about mindset a lot, especially when it comes to job search, uh, because everybody doesn't really quite understand, like, job search is, in fact, it's not about the mechanics. I mean, it is and it isn't. Like, you have to have your resume, you have to have your LinkedIn, you have to start talking to people. But if you, even if you get those steps done, mm -hmm. and you don't have the right mindset going into it, you are not going to be successful. Um. So the first thing, and you know, I always like to define things when we're going into the into the topic. So the, the first like, what is mindset? And this is I, I know you guys, I'll tell you, I don't want to I don't want to read to you, but I'm gonna read this because I think that the definition is a very, very good one. Mindset is everything in that's it. Edward <laughs> <laughs> and and we're done. You'll have a great day. It shapes our actions and reality. It's how we view the world, our place into in it, and affects everything we do. Success is determined by mindset. Okay. So you might say, well, what does that have to do with career search? Your mindset and the way you look at things is really, really important. And when you are trying to place, phase, decide, think about, um, if your mindset is not in a good place, neither will that search. Right. And it'll be more troublesome and more difficult for you. For sure. I, re I remember I had, I was working at TWC and I had a customer that came to see me and she sits down and like the first thing that she says to me, she said, Jason, my friend told me nobody's going to hire me because of my age. And people say things like that all the time. Okay. And I looked at her and said, you're right, they're not. And she thought, and so the look she gave me is like, what? Like, like I just punched her in the face. And I'm like, let me explain this to you. Your friend put an idea in your head, you've bought into it, and now you believe that that thing is not going to happen. And I said, you have already set yourself up to fail. Mm -hmm. because you believed in something that your friend, who's not being very nice to you right now, said to you. And I said, so let's, let's, let's take that thought and crumple it up like a piece of paper and throw it right out of your head because that's not true. And she's like, oh. And then we kind of went on and I helped, you know, with, with the rest of the steps on the things. But like the point being, and this happens a lot, right? People... People get an idea in their head and or somebody put that idea into their head. It's negative, And then they sit, it stews, and then they come to believe that it's an actual true thing. 
You know, one of the challenges we have as coaches, a coach asks questions and then allows the client, customer, whatever they're called, to set goals. And then we help them achieve those goals in, in many different ways. One of the challenges is that people, when they're laid off, fired, terminated, lose their job, the company moves, whatever, shuts down, whatever happens, is that they go into this negative mindset, whether they were involved with that layoff or termination or not, you know, whatever it is. And when you carry that around with you, it affects everything around you, not just your job search, but the way you, you interact with people, um, your daily routine, everything. And so your mindset is really important to look at life with the glass half full instead of half empty. Yeah, the one thing that to keep in mind is that really all you control is your actions mm -hmm. and the thoughts. Like we can't control the extra stuff like what other people do. I'm sure you've had clients that, you know, they're like, I am so frustrated right now because I'm trying to get connected to break into some into the company with mm -hmm. uh, get a contact over there and nobody's responding and right and and I, I for my advice like you know the only thing you control on it is your process is the process mm -hmm. and your attitude in attacking the process. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, um, if you go into an interview as an example, um, and I don't know if you have this later on, and if so, I apologize. But if you go into a, an interview with a negative mindset, even though you think you can act differently, you can't. It, right. It, it's part of the way you display who you are. And that mindset is important to be positive and um, forward thinking and to be able to um, be strong for you to be able to have a good interview. Yes. Well, it, 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 part of that comes from being prepared, but it, it's that attitude as well. And, you know, the, really, the, you should... When you go to interview, you should be excited. I mean, it's a, it's a new opportunity. Right. Right? Right. But if you don't have that right mindset going into it because it's more negative, it's not going to be a very productive interview. It's not. And it's going to be tough. But um, we're here to talk about all the different um, elements that go into having a good mindset. So, yes, bad things happen to good people. We have to be above them. Yes. Um, you know, I, when I started doing the, my research for this uh, episode, I, I, I thought there were just two types of mindset, right? Like open, negative, open and closed, closed, right? It's either like you're open to new ideas and learning new things, or it's like, nope, that's not a thing. It's not going to happen. <laughs> but, and getting into it, I, I learned there are like seven other different types of mindsets. And what are some of those? Well, let me tell you. The one is self-trust mindset. Okay, what does right? that mean? Do you trust yourself to erase negative thoughts and to not give up? Right? Keywords. Right. It's it's that um, you know, you feel like you're gonna be able to get it done and mm -hmm. accomplished. That's also coming up because because goal uh goal setting mindset, right? right? Um if it doesn't challenge you, it's not going to change you. No, no I was going to say, and, that, and the, um, the quote that's on my whiteboard in my office right now is, there is no growth in the comfort zone, 
and no comfort in the growth zone. Which is a great quote. Um, goal setting is for you to help yourself achieve whatever it is that you want. So when um, my husband and I got married many, many, many years ago, we were 25. And so our goal at that time was to every year our sal we wanted our salary to match our age because we were making a lot less. You know, we were just starting out in our careers. Sure. And so we thought if we can make each make thirty thousand dollars by the time we're thirty, man, we're set. <laughs> so that was a goal. It happened our, our lives changed and it happened much sooner than that and and all those things, but it was a goal that we had set to be able to do more and do better to be able to buy a home, to be, you know, we had all these dreams. Yes. And so that goal setting, that that one dream, helped us achieve all the other things. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I, I don't look like I have a whole lot of goals. That's funny. See, I was, I mean, I was at staffing, right? I got into to staffing, and I, actually, my early twenties. I was in school and, and working full-time, and it was just trying to survive. <laughs> yeah, when I was going for my master's, and I was working, and I was, you know, we, we were trying to buy a house. I mean, you know, all these goals you set when you're young. So those, ga those goals when you're in your youth can also be the goals when you're more mature. As an example, your goal might to be to have... X number of dollars in retirement before you get there. Yeah. So you know you're going to, you can retire at, let's say, 67. Um, you want to hold off to be able to get those extra 8% per year or whatever you decide to do. But in the meantime, you still want X number of dollars in that retirement fund. That's your goal. How are you going to get there? What's the, the best way for you to be able to achieve whatever it is that goal is? If your goal is to buy a... a, a uh, a house, if your goal is to buy a new car, how are you going to get there? How are you going to reach that? How are you going to set that goal and be able to do it? Well, you've got to have the right mindset to get there. Absolutely do. Because if you're not, you're beaten down, you're not going to go very far. Right. So, that belief leads right into the next uh, other bit of mindset, which is the patient mindset because not everything is automatic right and you just told a story about your goal like you you, you and steve want to make thirty thousand by the time you were 30 mm -hmm. right um you know and it's it didn't just happen correct like like you same thing for like if, if you're on the job search like you have to put in work it and i remind clients all the time because everybody doesn't although i think speed is important in a job search mm -hmm. The job search itself is not a sprint. Correct. It's a marathon. And you don't just, guys, you don't just get up and go run a marathon. You got to train for it. You have to put in the work. So, like, you know, making sure the resume is is uh, applicant tracking system compliant, making sure that your LinkedIn profile is sharp and that you have content, making sure that you're out and talking to people, applying to jobs. There's a lot going on in a job search. And it's not going to happen like that. It's... It's a lot of work, and you have to put in the work. Be patient, and that's the other thing that I just like to remind clients, because I'm sure you've seen this. You'll have, you know, 
my my friend just got a job after like two months, and I've been doing this for like six months, and I'm like, don't compare yourself to what anybody else is doing. You run your race. You focus on the things that you need to focus on. Don't worry about what anybody else is doing or how they got to where they are, because everybody's on a different track, not only in your job search, but really in life. Yeah, I think um, patience is the most difficult part of the process. I'll be honest with you. I agree. Um, many people are impatient for numerous different reasons, financial reasons, um, you're, you've just graduated college and you want it now, you're more mature and you know that you want to make to be able to work X number of more years before you retire, you have a goal of being able to, whatever it is, and that patient quota, patience quota, it's really important to be able to understand who you are and give yourself realistic time frames and goals. So this is my goal, but I can't do it by Thursday. Maybe it's going to take two months. How can I get there? So that's the path when you're working with your coaches that help you be able to do that. By the way, if you do need help in your you know, career, I'm, I'm with you today, Arnie. You can call us at 972-437-9950, extension 379. Leave a message and somebody from the team will get back to you within 48 hours. And we really do. We will, for sure. You know, it's, uh, you were talking about the patience quota, and I really think that patience is something that's lacking in almost everybody. What, have you driven on a freeway lately? Well, it's not only... Or have you sat at a red light lately? <laughs> I was late I, I was late picking up the kid yesterday because I don't even know if it was just I left a little bit later or what. It took me at least 20 minutes to get from Montfort to Preston because of the, this traffic. And Nobody I is patient in a car anymore. I'm not patient in a car. But also, too, like, our phones. Like, right. everything is there. Like, you want an, you want an answer to um, who won the Oscar in 1974? Yes. Yes. You can ask Siri. She'll give you the answer like that. Or Alexa or Google. Echo or Google. Oh, or Like, we have data coming to us, like, we can't so, have a computer. In that's exactly right. And when you do that, you have less patience and less patience. So as adults, we're not patient. Can you imagine what kids are like today? I, I can't mean, have a kid. Can. I, have, I have one. <laughs> He's 11 and he is not patient. Yeah. So that patience is very important. The next mindset that is rather important is courage. Yep. Um, that courage gives you the ability um to do something different, to move forward, to change what you are doing. And most of us are afraid to do that. Well, it, it, that's right, because we don't know so what's don't. on the other side. And we, as humans, I think, typically want to have that, as Phil always says, Monday is meatloaf night. And, you know, it, it's like... Tuesday the, is beef stew and Wednesday is chicken. Yeah, it's, you know it's those the routine. Things. And when things get thrown off in the routine, we have that fight, fight or flight. And it's either 
the courageous mindset where you're going to go and push through it and make changes, and make changes or you get scared and you get stuck. And that courage quota is really important because it allows you to look at what you've been doing and what you want to be doing or can be doing and being able to weigh those yes. um, to see what is best for you and your family and the people around you. And it's important that you understand that your courage to be able to just look at things is equally as important as doing. Correct. Exactly correct. And I, I think it's, it's that, again, it's that mindset and perception that makes the difference. Yeah. And when you're doing a resume or when you're talking to your counselor or coach or when you are interviewing, showing that courage and, and, and being able to let the people with whom you're speaking or talking to know what you you can do for them. And yes, especially when you're changing industries or changing jobs, when you can make that transition and, and be able to verbally let people know what you're capable of being able to do is really important. Um, and I'll take examples from our team here. Um, Phil was a, 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 an instructor. He still is. But his main focus is coaching. And so he had not done that before. But I saw something in him that I thought gave him the ability to be able to do that well and be able to re relate to people. Um, our newest hire, Jill, was an administ school administrator. She was a principal. We're, we changed that completely. She's a community liaison now, but she had skills that she was able to, to verbalize to her interviewing team what she was capable of doing. Right. So it's that transition, that transitory um, ability that you have to have to be able to let people know, I've never done it before, but these are the skills I have, therefore I think I am good at it. Yes. I believe I am good at it. Correct. By the way, I like Jill. That's a good hire. Um, by the way, I do see, so, uh, hi, Sharon. Sharon said, I've started studying for my, oh, certification exam and in a happy mood. Oh, that's awesome. I'm glad you're in a happy mood. It's, again, you're in the right place right now, Sharon, because today's topic is all about mindset and being well, positive and happy and focused and focused. Focused is the next one, actually. And um, this is the one I struggle with. The most. Me too. I Me mean, too. it's one of the reasons, too. Every single thing on my day is calendared. That way I and sometimes I know like 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 yesterday, I'm like. I've got like four clients today. Like I have no idea who they are or what time they are. I just know because I set it up. I have four. I have four clients. Then of course I get there. It's like, oh yes, I'm talking to you know this person and that person. And and, and if I'm not, if I don't have that calendar structure, I'm like just all over the place. I don't know where I'm supposed to be doing. Or I or in in uh, you know. Uh, it's just like in general, I like walk into the kitchen and be like, what did I, what did I come in here, in here for, right? Yeah, it's, um, so in my previous reviews with my manager, 
Um, one of my weaknesses is my um, follow-up and procrastination. Like if something was due the night before, I was like, oh, that's due tomorrow. Boom. Here it is. And it wasn't always at its best. Right. And so, um, or I would return the emails in a timely matter. I'd return them, but it might be a long time. Well, how long is a long time? For an email, it could be the it could be the next day, it could be the next week. It really depends on that email. But I would procrastinate. I would just put it off and put it off. Um, and I've learned that, like Jason said, I now have a calendar. I write everything down, everything. And I know, like I have um, a a uh, um, I have to put together a presentation, and it's due Friday. And um, I've, I set days a month ago, presentation, presentation, presentation. The next two days, I've got two segments to be able to do it because I know if I didn't do it at 4 o'clock on Thursday, I would be working on it because I know it would be due on Friday. Oh, yeah, I'd be working on it later at after hours. Yeah. And, right. So I've had to, but I actually put down time to work on that presentation because otherwise I know I would put it off. And when you procrastinate um, or when you become distracted and you know something is due, it's not as good as had you put the time into it. Right. Oftentimes. Uh, well, sometimes it, people can do it. I'm not one that can. I'm not either. But uh, how that, we're going to move it back to job search, right? Mm -hmm. Because I had a client last year he's like, and I got him on the phone, and he's like, oh, you know, Jason, I found some jobs to apply to, and I'm, I'm going to apply to them this weekend. What? You're, why are you waiting? to? Don't you understand, like, the longer you wait, the more other people are applying to this job, and you're missing out? Like, because that's how <laughs> recruiters call, right? Mm -hmm. Right? Like, like if you, you have to stay focused, it's one of the reasons why... I recommend to clients that they set those smart goals, mm -hmm. the, your small attainable goals, mm -hmm. so that you feel so that you have something that you're focused on, and then at the end of the day, you get to go check and it's done, and you get to move, you know, either keep going because you feel real good, or you, you know, you're done for the day because you met your goal, right? Uh, by the way, I just want to say uh, the chat, y'all are now, y'all were real quiet earlier, but now the chat is kind of blown up. Jill. <laughs> Takamoto is watching, and she says thanks for the shout-out, and she loves a new role. And regardless of your role, having a growth mindset uh, is beneficial in many ways. Growth Mindset by Carol Dweck is an interesting read. Thank you, Jill. And Sharon said... I'm on top of communications. You write an email. I return it ASAP. Other yeah. areas. I do too now. Uh, like most have to work in. Um, it's just tunnel vision. She forgets about her friends. Don't forget about your friends. Never. By the way, so, you know, we were talking about emails just uh -huh. a second ago, right? That's another thing that people think should be instantaneous. Right. Because you send it and it goes. It's like, oh, it's in your inbox. I'm like, okay, right? Uh, salespeople are the worst, right? Just just bumping this back up to the top of your inbox, like you know what? I didn't answer because I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> You're trying to sell me, and you don't know me. And and second, 
my non-response is the response. Right. But like, I'm sure you've seen, you'll have a client and it like, forgive the late reply, forgive the late reply. It was just yesterday. I said that like, it's a late reply if it's like a week later, but like every, it, like, and you're right. It depends on the email. Some right. things are like, if I'm trying to set a meeting with you, you, you and you email me like, hey, can we do this time? I won't be responding like that so we can get you on the calendar because, you know, it's I important. want it. Right. It's important. And, you know, I want to make sure that you are being taken care of as a client. If you just send me an email that says, you know, hey, just one nudge, no, everything's going good at the new job. Great. I'm happy everything's going good at the new job. And yes, you will get a response, but it probably won't be until like later in the, you know, a day or two later. It's not an immediate thing. And again, everybody thinks that email is one of those things that should be like instantaneous. It's, it's not. Well, the same thing with texts. And you'll find that a lot of recruiters are using texting today. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. And so um, I'm going to give you, again, I'm going to give you an example of my husband. I have my phone off most of the day because I have clients or I'm working with someone, whatever the reason. He'll text me and I won't respond. And then like an hour later, where are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm at work. I'm at work. Like I am every day, but he wants an answer. In my opinion, if you want an answer, pick up the phone and call me. Because that way at work, I know I'll answer the phone if I can. But, or if I see it's him, I right. know it's important if he calls. But I don't always look at my texts. Yeah. Well, uh, Stephanie gets one text a day. <laughs> While I'm at work, right? Like if she's like out and like, hey, I'm at the store. Do you need anything? Or, but like, and that's the other thing too, because the text will get answered when the text get answered. But like, like she gets the, um, the I love you text, you know, like, no. But but that goes back to that patient's mindset. Yeah. He texts me again. It's using your phone as your, you know, it's all that kind of stuff. That's, that's right. That, so we text. Right. If she calls, there's something wrong. Right. There's something urgent that needs my attention now. Right. Like if she called right now, I would be, I will just walk out of here because something is happening. She knows I'm doing the podcast right now. So like, there's a problem if she's calling. Right. Right. Um, so two other mindsets. And, and this next one, in my opinion, is one of the most important and most challenging when you're in job search, and that's having a positive mindset. Yes. It's giving yourself permission to, to do things in the right way. And um, staying positive sometimes when you're in job search is really, really difficult. It's very difficult. Um, and the reason is, and we've talked about that, in fact, when Paul was here, um, you know, he would, uh, Paul's one of our clinicians, and he was talking about how depression gets set in because there's not enough momentum happening. And guys, you have to understand your job search, it's, it, I compare it to a roller coaster, okay? You're going to be, you're going to be on the upswing, like people are calling, setting interviews, like things are happening, and then you go downhill, and nobody's calling, Nobody's connecting with you on LinkedIn. You're not being patient. And, and, and it's, it's an up and down. It's a cyclical thing. And what happens is you're on the downslope and you start to internalize. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we, we talk about, you know, 
being, you know, that, that negativity starting to set in and you bring it with you into the interviews. And even though now you're getting interviews, you're, you've got like this dark cloud or shadowy figure that's right behind you and any recruiter can see it. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, like, Ooh, that's, there's something going on there. Mm-hmm. And, um, so it's important to stay positive. Now, I talk to my clients about building a positive environment for themselves and putting nothing but positivity between their ears. Because believe me, guys, there will be plenty of people in your life that tell you things that you can't do. Never let anybody tell you what you can't do. They're telling you that because, one, they probably can't do it themselves and they want to bring you down but never let anybody tell you what you can't do and squash your goal um how is that going to look for you for for building that positive environment um could be music i love music i have hype music before i walk in this building it gets me pumped up and ready for my day i listen to a couple of few of the same songs every morning before i come in here and you know I'm, I'm real happy. I'm real happy. I'm, and I'm also very caffeinated. But <laughs> I've had a lot of caffeine today. But I'm, I'm just, There's you know, I'm happy. Today. But I'm happy and I'm pumped up. I mean, it could be music for you. It could be um, listening to a motivational speaker. Mm-hmm. It could be listening to a podcast. It could be, like this one. you know, taking your kids to school and, and, and walking with them into the building. It could be so many things. But that positive attitude, that positive mindset, is really important for you to be able to look at everything around you and say, I can improve this. I can improve what I'm doing. I can improve my job search. I can work with people and improve my resume. I can go to LinkedIn and figure out how to get more um, hits, um, more engagement. engagement. I can, there are things you can do and that can do attitude, that can do mindset is really important in your job and in your job search. Right. That's exactly what you're talking about engagement on LinkedIn. And uh, my engagement was down, of course, because I was off on spring break. And, of course, now I'm back and I'm posting every day. It is up. It, the, 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 not, it's a ridiculous number. <laughs> my engagement is up for this past week. So reasons to master your thoughts, and there, there's quite a few of them. Um but your mindset and that positive positivity does affect your health. And um, when you when something has happened to you that can cause stress in your life, it 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 affects your health. And you have to be able able to overcome those things to be able to look at life in a positive, different way. Yes. And um, Sometimes you wake up and say, I don't feel so good. I'm so tired. I didn't sleep well. That affects your health. And your health is everything. It just is. And so being able to do those things and to be able to look at yourself in a positive way, both mindset, both psychologically and health-wise, is really, really important. Yeah, the, more, the more we have uh, positive thoughts, mm-hmm. the less stress that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, you were talking about health. It's like the more stressed you get, um, it affects your sleep, your immune deficiency, um, your eating habits, right? Um, 
A good way to help and get some of that out, though, exercise. And exercise can just be walking around the block once when you start out. Exercise can be going to a gym if you belong to one. If you're in an apartment and have an, a gym in the apartment, doing that. It can be a lot of things. It doesn't have to cost anything. It can just, it can be starting out to do a run and run down to the corner and run back. And the next week, two corners and come back. Yeah. I mean, it can be anything you want it to be. But your movement, your ability to get out and physically feel good helps your mindset. I think much better when I am moving. Right? Like, I just do. And so at JFS, this is a perfect example. We have um, about 100 people who work in the building, approximately. Yeah, 86. 86. And we've started a um, walking program because Jason is a walker. He, he truly is. And so every Tuesday and Thursday, Tuesday, Thursday, we're going to walk for a period of time around the building. We may make it bigger than around the building. It might end up being around the block, whatever it is, but we're getting people moving. And when you come back, you really do feel better. You're talking to people that you don't often see. Yes. You're outside, you're moving. The weather right now is great. Yeah, it's really good. Um, when it's 104 degrees, I probably won't be in that group. But <laughs> we also have on Thursday afternoons a um, mindfulness program. So, I mean, we're doing things to help people stay positive, um, to be able to feel good, all those things. Yes. And it's not a lot. If you walk around the building and you're winded, go inside. If you're not, keep going. <laughs> that came up. The, the heat came up. So, uh, it, I know, like, you know, you might not be watching here in Texas or even Dallas, but in, in Texas heat can be pretty Brutal. It could be really cold up north, too. And, yeah, yeah. Or rainy might. on the west coast. That's right. And I, I told Steve uh, that, like, when it's, I, and I joked about this last year because I would still walk around the, the building. I mean, it's, it's, you know, 95, 100 degrees. I'm still walking, not as fast, but I'm walking around the building. And I was joking with the front desk, and I'm like, I'm just going to wear shorts. <laughs> and I, and I, was, I told Steve, I was like, I'm seriously, like, I'm, I'm going to get my gym shorts and eat. My food, right? And then just change into my gym shorts. And then change back. Yeah. That would be a little bit cooler. A little bit cooler. But, you know. but do something. Um. So the other thing that you want to do to make sure that you try to master your thoughts is it improves your relationships. What does that mean? Well, you know, sometimes if you're worried about what other people think about you, you get a little bit stressed out. I mean, I just said a minute ago, went off on a mini rant and <laughs> Sharon said that I nailed it. Like, you know, if you are, and this happens, it's that perception. Or, you know, we just, um, Thursday, we had our in-person networking group and uh, our um, HR manager, Marlene, did a great presentation on building brand. It's like what people think about you or say about you when you're not in the room, right? Mm -hmm. If you're constantly worried about that, well, first off, that's, I always love the quote, what other people think of me is none of my business. <laughs> I like that. I mean, because, and it's true though, right? Like, because if, if you start to worry about that kind of thing, it can be, I mean, it can really put you in a bad headspace. But if you have 
mastered your thoughts and improved your relationships because you're not worried about that. You are um, you're more focused on positive things. You're probably going to be more kind um, and more patient as well. So one of the things that happens is you apply for a job. Um, you get the screening phone call and they say, you know, we'd like you to come in for an interview and you do. You get, all your hopes are up. You know, this could be really, really good. And there's, you have to always remember, there are approximately three to five people interviewing for that job. All right? Yes. They all have resumes that look like yours. Yep. But each of you have a little bit different skill set. So it's not that you are not qualified for that job. You probably are. It's that somebody had one or two things that, that um, hit the button for the person who was interviewing them. And so when you don't get that offer, I know it's discouraging. I honestly do understand. When you don't get that offer, it's not that you did anything wrong. It's that somebody else had something in their skill set that was more appealing. So when you're doing that interview and you're talking about mindset, you have to remember, we talk about this a lot. You have to take those skills from your past, those things that you've done, and relate to the person with whom you're talking how it can benefit them. In the future. In the future. Yes. So you're taking your past, your experiences. You don't have to talk about your resume, okay? I've seen your resume. I know what it says. That's why we called you in the first place, and that's why we had you come in. But take these skills from that past and show that person what in the future you can do for them to make their life better, the department's life better, the skill that you have can improve what's going on in the department. Right. All these things are really important. They have a problem. You are the solution. Now you have to figure out how to take that solution so that they can understand it and see it. That positive mindset, that, that focus, that being able to do all those things that we've just talked about will really help you. Well, one of the things that people don't quite get, and guys, you need to understand this, is that hiring managers make decisions based on many factors. And most of them have nothing to do with you. It wasn't that, oh my gosh, I said that one thing and it, it came out wrong. It wasn't that. Trust me. And, I mean, and like you said, it's somebody had a different skill set than you did. Or they had uh, they had a little bit more experience in a software that they use on the daily. I mean, it, it just depends. I mean, maybe they just clicked more, you know. But it had nothing to do with you specifically. And it wasn't that you did something wrong. It's that somebody did something different. And they made a business decision. And they made a business decision. That's it. And the decision is, I have a problem. That person can solve it quickly. Boom, it's done. So the other reason that you want to try and master your thoughts is you just, you're happier. You are happier. Right? Um, now, I, I don't like reading, but I'm going to read this. It's a research has shown that happy people live longer, have longer lasting relationships, and are more likely to get promoted at work. Really? I didn't know the last one. I didn't either. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Which is why I want to make sure I read it correctly. And that you're happy every day? I am happy uh, every day. Um, you know, it's, it's, here's one, here's, so I try to be positive. I'm going to say, I have bad days, guys. Everybody, everybody has bad days. Everybody has a bad day. If I'm having a bad day, though, I like to break it down to basic. Meaning. 
Hey, I woke up today. I can see. I can hear. I can speak. I can walk. I've got a car that can drive me to, well, the car to drive me, I drive me, to work. I have a, I have a great wife. I have a kid. He's a great kid. I, I did that on purpose. My kid's amazing. I have an amazing kid, right? I have friends. Amazing spouse. Yeah. I have friends. Like, I, just all the things. And it's not so bad. I, I remember once Stephanie, Stephanie's my wife, and Stephanie said, she said, anytime you think you're having a bad day, you need to remember there's a heart surgeon whose job it is to operate on infants, and he just lost a patient on the table. He's having a bad day. Your day's fine. When she told me that, I'm like, ew. <laughs> okay, you're right. My day's, uh, my day's not that bad. My day's pretty good. My day isn't that bad. Um, also, too, greater productivity. Oh, we talked about focus, right? I mean, if you are have that focus mindset, you're going to be more productive. And if this is in your job search, guys, again, set those those smart goals and make sure that you are working the process. I say all the time, the only thing that you control in all of this is the process. That's it. It's the only thing that you control. So um, we're almost at our time, I think. Yeah, we're getting pretty close. Um, so you have to believe in yourself. Um, and sometimes that's hard. Sometimes yes. it, there's a challenge to that um, for whatever the reason. I, I can't tell you. But um, ha being able to look at yourself and take action in the things that you think you can improve or want to improve or would like to improve is important for you. Um, is it going to happen fast? Probably not. But can it happen? Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And, and it, some of that, or a lot of that comes from you being self-aware, mm -hmm. right? And knowing what your strengths are. Know, and by the way, that's something that takes time. That's not, a, that's not like an overnight thing. You got to be patient when you're working on you, you know? <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's kind of a constant thing right. that you're right. doing. Um, but I think that the more that you kind of know who you are and you know what your strengths are, you know what your weaknesses are, and you're focused on the strengths. Because like I, I said earlier, like, like you know, there are going to be plenty of people in your life to tell you what you can't do and, and point out the negative things. Like my, my son thinks it's funny that I'm not very good with math. Because he's great with math. Like, he's going to be in honors math this next next year when he goes to junior high, right? And he thinks it's funny that I'm not good at math. And and I don't, and he laughs at me for it, and I don't really care because I already know that's something I'm not great at. But I don't need to be great at it. I have a calculator on my phone. I can ask Siri to calculate percentages for me. And, I, and, and um, so I'm not worried about it. And so I'm not stressed out about it because I'm not worried about it because I already know what the, I already know it's a weakness. I already know that if, if I'm not, if my day is not structured, I'm going to be like, I don't want to, what am I supposed to be doing? Like, and, and there's all, it's just always things to do, right? I, always. Like, like I can jump into a LinkedIn live, there, you know, there's always something to do, but like, you know, 
I am, if I'm focused better, I, I know that's a weakness, and so I make sure to keep it in check. So of those weaknesses, um, do all of them have to be improved? No. Do some of them? Yes. You have to prioritize what you want to get better at and what you want to change. And don't focus on things you can't change. If you can't change it, you can't change it. Um, yeah. I want to be tall and skinny. I'm not. I'm never going to be. I can't change that. You're average height. And you look. But what I'm saying yes. is there are things that you cannot monitor. Too. Right. You're not, you're not going to grow. I'm not going to grow four inches. Right. I'm not going to be 5'10 before I die. But with that being said, it's really important that there are things I can do. I want to become better at working with people. I think in, in our profession, that is really important. And being able to understand everybody and, and, and meet them at their space, not try and make them meet me in my space. That's and so right. those are things that I can continue to work on to be better at. And by doing that, I'm not only helping myself, but I'm helping others. And that's what's important to me. And that's why you're the best. I am good. Um, Allison, we're a bit about at time, so let's do the fun question for the day. And it's one that, because there's a lot, a lot of new, there's a lot of new shows, right? And we do this one a lot, but, but and, and in fact, I had a, <laughs> a conversation with uh, Kathy, uh, shout out to Kathy Barker, our CEO. Yesterday, Kathy and I uh, were eating lunch uh, mm -hmm. in the lunchroom at the same time, and we're talking about, like, you know, TV. Um, what show are you obsessed with right now? You know what? I hate to say this, but none. I just really? haven't had time. Oh. I um, So we we go see the Mavericks a lot. Mm -hmm. And when we don't go see them, we watch them. And so I've got a lot of shows. Not a lot. I've got some. Well, actually, um, there is one show I can't remember what it's called. Todd, something, um, it's a, it's a, it's a legal program. Oh. It's a, I don't know what it is. But anyways, it's, um, I don't know. I haven't been watching. <laughs> Allison's not watching, Allison's watching sports right now. I am reading a lot right now. You're right, you're in a book club. Yeah, two. You're in two book clubs. Um, so, Succession just started. It's the final season. It started Sunday. It was off to quite the start. I was uh, really, I didn't think that the episode was going to end the way it did. Um, so I'm curious to see what's going to happen after that. Um, That's what I have in the art. The other thing that I am just now starting and loving, I watched two episodes last night, was Perry Mason on HBO. Oh, I didn't know Perry Mason was back. Perry Mason. I didn't know there was a Perry Mason. Yes. Um, the, it, it was like two years ago when season one, and season one, and I was telling Kathy this uh, yesterday, I mean, from the get, dark. Oh. Like, it was dark. Yeah, there. And, then, and then, you know, he solves the crime, right? I mean, this episode, this season's been, you know, a little bit lighter, but, you know, still there's a murderer, and he's trying to solve it. Um, there is a show, it, um, I'm not sure what it's called, it takes place in Alaska. Um, it's about a reporter. Oh, I know what you're talking about, but I don't know the name of it. It's really good. I am watching that one. Um, Anybody else watching it? Um, Sharon is watching Picard. Star, Star Trek. 
Oh, okay. Sorry. What are you guys watching? Let me let you know what you're watching. Let Jason know so we can let, let everybody else know. Yep, I'm always looking for different ideas too. Yeah, yeah, and I I know what you're talking about that last show. It looks good, and I may have it on my list. Oh, you should. It's really good. Um. So next week, you're gonna be here next week. Yes. Yes. I'll be here as well. Good. Yeah, I'm happy about that. Uh, next week, the topic will be. The power of saying no. Ooh. Folks, that's a good one. Because we say yes to so many things. So we're going to talk about why you want to say no. In the meantime, this has been Cabinet Your Career. We will see everybody next week. Everybody have a great rest of your day. And uh, have a great week, too. And if you want to reach out, please remember that you can call us at at 972 Four three seven nine nine five zero extension three seven nine. I'm not even on camera, and I'm just nailing the phone number. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye.